so it's gonna be, you're saying it's gonna bleed a little, but then should otherwise be fine. Well, well, well the listeners will get to be able to tell now because you know oh, really? I just hit the record button, right? Okay, gotcha. Okay, so this is one of those cases where, as James was known to put it, at the dawn of the version two era. Just hit the record button and then see what comes out of our mouths. In some cases, it could be vomit. That could be the case when we do Anime North next week. But really, we're just here right now to test out the old equipment along with the new equipment. Because, frankly, we haven't tested the old equipment, the old parts of our equipment in more than two years. So Kevin and I are here back in the Six Points studio, or whatever we call it here. And this is the first time we're doing any sort of in-person recording in more than two years. Probably close to two and a half now. Right? Really been that long, eh? Uh... Because the thing is, is that I don't remember if we did record in person in 2020. Once. That just as the pandemic, just before the pandemic happened in, mm. in early March. Oh, we, even early March. Yeah, wow. when I think it was just the three of us, me, you, and Mo. And we just sat around the Yeti mic that we, that oh, you're yeah. now in possession of, right? And because we were, because... It's, this is the thing about doing a, the live action versions of our recordings to the, well, to most of our old longtime listeners will be familiar with how we do this show, but uh, the newer listeners of which who knows how many there are, at least a couple, I imagine. Like we, we often like to give a little insight as to how this show is produced and we haven't broken out the old equipment in years. If you ever look at the logo of this podcast, you'll notice it looks like a, a studio microphone on a very, very ornate looking stand. And that is actually the microphones that we use. Many years ago, Angela, I asked her to draw a picture like come up with logo concepts. And I asked her to, or she suggested, I think she suggested, if I remember correctly, just a picture of the microphone standing by itself with a pair of my sunglasses on it. An, an homage to uh, Bob McCowan, the, one of the inspirations for this show. And that's the image we, one of the images or the image that has endured i guess over the years we had another one but uh no the microphone is the one that we always use kind of generic looking but uh unique in its own way too because how many use these heavy based stands normally i never knew about these type of stands until i saw laid my eyes on one and this was suggested to me way back in 2006 and and and, and really they're not relevant now and probably unnecessary but this is just the way things were back then 
Yeah, I can't imagine most amateur podcasters even using this kind of equipment. Today. You know, it depends. Like, if they get more established, then they probably do. Because I know some of the podcasts that I listen to now uh, eventually got big enough so that they become sponsors and make a bit of ad money that way now. Yeah, that, that's part of the game that I'm still trying to learn all these years later. But then I think I think one of the things you really need to do is have frequency, be able to constantly churn out episodes. And frankly speaking, um, life does get in the way. You know, the parts that actually pay, the parts that where you can actually make a living to enjoy the hobby, these type of hobbies, where for most people's, you know, a dream would always be to make, you know, podcasting your your uh, living, right? Or at least your passions as you're living. It's just the case here. So we sit here now, and after about two years, we're just, you know, Kevin and I and... Mo and Jeff and James, you know, we're, we're setting up to eventually do uh, an in-person version again at Anime North, but we haven't cracked out the equipment in two years. Not the, uh, not the mics. Since then, the board has changed. We use a more, you know, uh, we use a Rodecaster Pro now. Although that's already out of date because Roadcaster uh, in the last month released a second version, a new, uh, an updated version of their Roadcaster Pro board, which I'm told has a few, few um, firmware issues right now. But I bought mine used and uh, so far so good. And we have to start learning how to use that. And with it, some of the tweaks that... Uh, Hopefully, we'll improve the editing because we can tape this show now with a multi-track channels or whatever the term is. Bottom line is it's easier to, easier to edit and each of our voices are, in theory, on different tracks instead of one Uber stereo track that is next to impossible to, uh, to edit. But that's you know the, some of the changes we have to get used to. As I said, uh, it uh, just harping on a theme, this type of stuff probably is unnecessary today. And that's sort of the theme where I think we'll, we'll be kind of going on for as we chat for the next, oh, 20 minutes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, truth be told, Mo, Kevin, James, Jeff, we've, all, we've, uh, we've met up uh, periodically over the... Uh, pandemic and hung out for for brief periods but we haven't uh, done any taping and we done we had a little bit of fun had some chats um, hung out at bubble tea places and just quickly um well kevin and mo were here almost two weeks ago and they came they saw the the legendary locker for the first time. I think that's uh, I think that's is what we want to talk about for a few minutes, because I'm I, I want to start choosing a few items to do the noma noichi in, and oops I forgot what my table number will be, but we'll talk about that later on. Sure. 
I forgot my, I did forget my table number. It's fine. I mean, my phone is charging and the battery's dead. So I, and I know I put it in there, but I'll have to look that up later. Well, it's not as if hordes of people will suddenly clamor for yeah, stuff that's, items. Sure. Yeah. Stuff, stuff that's like 20 years old. Well, give or, okay, 15 to 20 years old. Let's uh, say, give or take. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the history of the locker, and it's the locker here is like a lot of my older anime stuff. I don't, I, I mean, I've never hidden the fact that over my time in fandom, I've bought my fair share, probably more so than I should have, but I did. That's a lot of us, me included. Sure. But I always make this line about looking back on my, on my buying habits as a fan. It was what I was back then. It's not necessarily what I do now. And I'd still buy a few items, just not to the same degree. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't sit and really regret it. Because really, what does it do? What does it change? Your financial situation. One way or another. I guess. Well, let me ask you this. What has changed? Like, what do you see yourself buying more of now? And what do you see yourself buying less of now? See, that's the interesting part. It would have to be, like, if it's, if it's a book, if it's a DVD, it has to be something that, or did I say DVD? How odds of me? Yes. But if I bought anything on home video on Blu-ray, which is the thing, I guess. But that's debatable, too. No, it's still Blu-ray. There's barely any 4K releases right now. Okay. It would have to be something I'm really, really into. Books, same thing. Yeah. Because it's a lot to... It's a big commitment. It's... It's like trying to start One Piece now. Or I guess that's the best way I could put it. Well, that, did, you, did you read One Piece? I've never watched or read a single wow. read a single chapter or watched a single episode. And I but I so respect its popularity. Not going to so I won't say I know anything. I just know know what it is to the business. I know what it is to fandom. I would say you're missing out. Of the uh quote unquote big 3 back in the day, the other two being Naruto and Bleach. Yes. I would say, despite me having, how do I put this? Despite Bleach being my sentimental favorite of those three works, One Piece is by far the superior work in terms of planning and execution. I think we can talk a lot about that when we talk about Berserk too, as that rolls along. Okay. So going back to the the whole okay my own buying history and mm. James is a version has a it has a version of it too but I don't think he has as much the buyer's remorse nearly the buyer's remorse I may have at this stage of of our respective lives. One day I want to see James' collection cuz it probably it will probably rival mine and very much I believe well you can correct me later James if I if he ever hears if this. I uh, if I'm not correct on what I'm going to say is I'm assuming most of his stuff is on display. 
maybe not all of it, but I would assume a good chunk of it is. And I don't think, at least James hasn't given any indication that his purchases have let up either. So No, that's the, that's the, probably the key thing. Um, mine have, but I don't think his has. But I think there's a degree of selectivity in it for him too. But that's mm-hmm. just a guess. But he buys anime, manga, and video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, oh, buy, and, he, he and, buys and almost the full gamut of a fandom of our fandom. Yes, yes. I don't think he buys figures, but other than that, yeah. I and I, whereas think, I like, had, where plushies. do you have all the space for this, James? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. granted, I I have I know his living situation, which I'm not going to divulge just for privacy purposes. But I'm just thinking, how do you display all this stuff? <laughs> or I guess you just you or just I guess do. you just don't display everything. Well, yeah. Because I can't display everything anymore. No, neither could I. And and, and my living space has, uh, has evolved over time. And even if I want to buy an, a couple more Billy bookcases from Ikea, I can't do that because there's a chronic shortage of them right now. Oh, really? So that's what I've been hearing. Okay. They're just very hard to come by. Like eventually they'll come supply in. But they chain just get... is the quote unquote supply chain issue. Yes. So okay. then it just... I imagine if they do become available, they just get snapped up. That's just my assumption. Probably a fair thing to think. A- anyway, so I've over the years, I've hinted what my collection might look like. James has, has got, gotten a glimpse of it because he's seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like he's seen it in and out of the uh, of the locker. Like he saw it when I had it up here and he's, he's seen it since it's in storage mm-hmm. or bits and pieces of it. Yeah. But Mo and Kevin, I gave them a, set, a chance, uh, you know, to help me couple weeks ago go through the locker so i can pick at least a handful of items for the nomonoichi kevin wanted to do this and then when mo found out we were he he just basically tagged along and remind me he took he actually snapped a few photos of the two of us standing in front of the locker yeah which but i think i shocked them a little bit you tell me did i shock you a little bit with what you saw or just a little well i shouldn't say just a little but it was interesting to see just what was in there as a whole, like just beyond your anime and your manga and your video games. Like you have like Blue Jays memorabilia, you have like old textbooks that I'm surprised you didn't get rid of already. Which I should, which which honestly I should have, but maybe I want to look back. You, but that's a fair statement too. I mean, it's one of those. If you're any university student knows the the price crunch about having to buy those things. And sometimes you find out you can't even return them used because then in the next version of it comes out. Mm-hmm. So what you have is pretty worthless. Yeah. In many respects. Which, but honestly, you're, I, I don't disagree. Because those are books from God knows how long ago. They, they predate the anime stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. In term and just a lot of your like random merchandise was pretty interesting too. Like a lot of retro pins and clear files and plushies. Like I, I never pegged you as a plushy person. <laughs> I was back in the day. I was, and and there's a whole. There's literally a huge bag of them, and it's here. And some of that will end up in the Nomonoichi. Although, um, 
some people who bought items from me in recent years, I've been in contact with them, seeing if they're interested in some of these items, some of the plushies and keychains. And there's some interest. And I'm so, whoever is listening, if that person's listening, I'll get back to them very soon. So they did get back to you when you reached out to them. Yes. Okay. And they're interested. So, but that's something we'll talk about off air. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are a handful of items, but not nearly to the same degree that, you know, when we did the when I did the Nomonoichi with you guys. Back in 2017, I think it was. Because mm-hmm. it was the year before Anime Roundtable returned. Ah, uh, yes. Right? I mean, I had been hinting that I'd bring it back. I mean, I even did a couple pictures of pictures of the microphone uh, in the locker with my as I uh, promoted uh, my uh, Nomonichi stuff. Yeah, uh, I will say... Uh... I know we didn't go through all the video games, but yeah, you have some pretty valuable stuff in there, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, what was that? There was this one thing I took a photo of, and I'm trying to find it right now. It was a PS1 game. Oh, was it a Elemental... Gearbolt, I think Gearbolt, it was? Yeah. yeah. I have, because I have that, and I have uh, I have the uh, gun cons that go with it for um because they went they came with time crisis i have time crisis the ps1 versions yeah time yeah. crisis the three i think yeah uh, time the first crisis three two. yeah yeah and then uh i know you told me you had rival schools for ps1 and then uh a couple like a, he had robotech battle cry which i didn't even realize had a special edition like i remember that thing from like ages ago just sitting at walmart's what else? I think you had a couple of Soul Calibers in there that were special editions. Yeah, let's go for a bit. Yeah, let's interesting stuff. Bit. Yeah. The gear bowl just looked expensive to me. I just thought... I just hmm. remember getting that used. Because I remember... look, I saw that and I thought, I vaguely recall this being expensive <laughs> nowadays. Um, you're, you have a lot of like... You have a lot of older DVD sets. Uh, like... Which have since been re-released, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, a good chunk of those have been re-released. Uh, this was around the time when I was collecting DVDs, too, on a bigger scale. Because i that's one of the things that I rarely buy nowadays, uh, home media. And pretty good manga selection, too. A lot of like intriguing like older Dark Horse releases. You have some of those Kodansha bilingual editions that I've heard about in the past, but like didn't really know if those existed. And then just like complete runs of some older stuff too. I was like, oh, okay. Like, we didn't go through the whole thing, but. We barely went through a quarter of it, to be honest. But I remember I like we went through like a good amount of that. And I was telling you how, yeah, some of these you should probably save for eBay. <laughs> okay. So I, I know we'll continue the dive at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's the safe bet. Well, it's all up to you. Yeah, whenever time whenever time permits. <laughs> I just I feel like I know like I know you're you're obviously busier. You're a busy guy now. Uh, I think for me it's just like if I want to get rid of something, like I try to be like I just. Well, we we we've gone through this conversation yeah, before. Though. Like you're I, you're very good at handling the secondhand market. Like, I try to update things when I can. Okay. So, so I do f- still follow most news sites. 
yeah. for like physical media releases. So for example, like I, maybe I've talked about this in the past. I don't remember, but I remember like hearing that Funimation was going to re-release Paranoia Agent mm-hmm. on Blu-ray and I had the DVD set and that went for pretty decent money. So I, I thought, well, time to get rid of this. So I did. Uh, I remember when Giant Robo got re-released by Discotech. I was like, well, gotta get, gotta sell those DVDs. So I did. You're good at it, though. Uh, and this goes on or not? Most, like, sometimes some manga gets re-released. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, like, I remember when Monster was getting the Omnibus treatment, uh, sold that set off, but then I uh, never did rebuy it. <laughs> Just got lazy rebuying it. And uh, actually, those singles still go for a lot of money because a lot of people don't like Omnibus. No. releases people some people do like the single releases even if the translation got a bit updated or even if there's color pages now or even if they added some special little features in the new release some people just like having that smaller book mm-hmm. so you know people's preferences in the end right right anyway okay so i know we'll talk about this a little bit more as as i said this the purpose of this test is just or this chat is just to test the microphones and test the new board and let's just say it's not a disaster but there's a few things technically we'll all have to re-examine in the near future and we'll hopefully we will get another chance to test it just before anime north mm-hmm. um okay i don't want to talk about what's coming up for us at anime north because i get the feeling we'll do one more thing one more recording of some sort, whether it's somebody doing an on my mind. I know there's, we do have a, at least one on my mind to come. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you about that. I'll okay. tell you about that all off air. Okay. Okay. And, and maybe we can do a space heater. Uh, so I don't want to go there now. And I, of course, and I don't want to talk too much of the news because everybody would want to pile in on the news. Anime Expo had, did, it has just wrapped up as we're recording this. It yes. is it is Monday evening, July fourth. Happy Independence Day to every everybody in the states, and Happy Belated Canada Day to everyone up here. Yes, plenty of fireworks to be sure. But I know though I I just want to address it now because I know that one of the big talks from Anime Expo was well a year more than a year ago we they announced that. Macross would start seeing overseas releases, and now we're starting to get get a get a sense of that. Yes, Macross and fans are eating well. They this they, past weekend, yeah, they've uh, been eating very well. Maybe the big surprise. So, I think the only real surprise in any of this news is it took this long for these announcements to be made. For me. I, th- I thought more than a year out after the announcement, I thought we would start to hear something about a licensing or a pending release before the end of 2021. Mm. I think that's the only surprise, but I guess these things you have to kind of work on. So, you know, what do I, the hell do I know in that sense? I was in more of a, I'll believe it when I see it mindset. Yeah. And then we didn't, and after that announcement a year ago, we really didn't hear much about it. So it was very much out of, out of mind. Out well, of thought, out of mind. It started with the Robotech re-release that Funimation put out. And then they did announce 
movie screenings for the two or three Macross Frontier movies, which I don't think we got here. Yeah. I could be mistaken. I didn't. It's Canada. I mean, Canada has been getting screwed. That's another story. Well, like we get, like, I would say the G kids licenses, we do tend to get those screenings for the most part. Mm -hmm. But yes, when it comes to the Anaplex stuff, it's very spotty. When it comes to, because I think I remember like the with the Monogatari movies, like we got, I think we didn't get all of them. We we missed for one for whatever reason, one or two of them didn't screen here, but one of the two of them did. Okay. Uh, I don't remember all of the Digimon movies screening here. I know the first one did, but then I don't recall if all of them did. Yeah, and this goes on and on. Well, we can go on and on. But yeah, there's just certain. Depending on the company, like, we don't get everything. I think with Sentai movies, we don't get everything either. Those mm-hmm. are a lot more limited. Some we have gotten, some we did not. So, it's just kind of all up in the air at times. And I know that uh, when it came to Macross, it, I felt like, yeah, like, I'll believe it when I see it. And, and then this weekend, or this past weekend, it was when we, started we got almost everything back. Almost, except... The original uh, series, really. So, well, the original re- series has been released. Where uh, where does it sit now? Does it still with, still sit with uh, the remnants of ADV with Sentai? Uh, I assume that ADV doesn't have that sub-license anymore because that was done in conjunction with Harmony Gold. Mm-hmm. And then that got renewed, like as in Harmony Gold retains that Macross name like that trademark so so then they're the ones that would have every, that kind of hold the master license to like anything tied to OG Macross so that's why uh do you remember love was not amongst these new licenses mhm uh i know 7 and frontier are yes yeah, so but we have to be brief um, because we will have to end in the next couple of minutes. So but basically, I think it's Anime Limited in the UK has Frontier and Delta. So those will likely be coming out through Shout Factory here because they did say it, they have the license for it for North America as well. Uh, Nozomi has Macross 7, which was long thought to be unlicensable because of the music rights. Uh, Macross 2, I believe, is going to Animigo. And Macross Plus as well. I think they, they got it as well. Uh, Anime Limited, sorry, Anime Limited is Macross Plus. Okay. And then, yeah, Macross 2 is Animigo. And then, let's see. Okay, Frontier and Delta is actually through Right Stuff. So my mistake there. And, on to- and 7 on top of that. Mm-hmm. Who's putting up flashbacks? Well, was it flashback that got the screening? I think flashback got the screening, but those are the ones off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, there were also a lot of interesting manga licenses as well. Uh, if, we'll try and do this quickly, but I think the ones that caught my attention, just to sum it up, were uh, Oshinoko, which is a, a new popular uh, series. I think it runs in, was it Young Jump, I believe? In Japan, I believe. So uh, 
that is drawn by Yokoyari Mango, who did Scum's Wish, and the writer is um, Aka Akasaka, I believe, who is who does Kaguya-sama. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so people thought it'd be a Viz license, but went DN Press instead. <laughs> so that was curious, especially since we were talking about DM earlier, or are we not? Hmm. Uh, it so. Maybe it was because Yokoyari Mango has that connection with Yen Press through Scum's Wish, or maybe they just bid more money on it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Because it does not. It doesn't seem like it's always first sort of refusal for Viz and Shueisha anymore. It's kind of hard to say because you'll never, we'll never truly know. Uh, Do not say mystery by Yumi Tamara. That's creative Basara. Uh, that's going to Seven Seas. That was. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of Shoujo and Jose fans were clamoring for that title, and that finally happened. Uh, I think Lemon Cream Soda is another longer-running Shoujo work that went to Yen Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There's a couple other things that I just can't remember off the top of my head. But It's okay. It's, it's too like, fresh now, and we can, as I said, we can spend a little bit more time, I think, in the coming, in coming episodes. Yeah, but it was, it was cool to see, like, some of the chatter online when it came to this kind of stuff, just because uh, in terms of my buying habits, I buy manga a lot more often nowadays than anime, so... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, just to answer your question in terms of what what would I purchase what would I put my money on in term in the anime and manga industry these days? Probably just subscriptions. So mm. just streaming, really. So I have no problems purchasing another year of uh, of Crunchyroll when it comes down to it. And I'm seriously considering at least a manga subscription of some sort, probably Shonen Jump at some point mm-hmm. in the in the near future. I mean, my Crave subscription's about to run out. I hardly used it, but I only had to pay a month for it because it was a promotional offer for past subscribers. Oh, okay. So it's a dollar, you know, what am I going to else am I going to buy for a dollar or Frosty? Yes. Yes, which, which we'll probably do in a couple minutes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just leave it at that. But there's so much other, other stuff to discuss, but so little time tonight. And uh, as I said... Uh, all I really want to do is test the equipment against the new, against the new board, and then we'll have to figure out ways to actually bring it to Anime North. So we'll leave it at that for now, and maybe we'll be able to test it with the others uh, in the within the next week as well. But uh, yeah, thanks for the time, Kevin. Um, You're welcome. We will hopefully we'll be able to do a little bit more of a deep dive. Remind me to put up those photos. Uh, Mo did send the photos to us. From from the from the first locker dive, yeah, they don't need to go up. <laughs> yeah, we look like a bunch of idiots in front of the locker too. <laughs> Especially since Mo wasn't in the in the in the um, in the uh, photos, so he was the one who snapped them. So that's why he's encouraging us to put it up. Mm. Anyway, thanks for that's that's all we got to chat about for the next little bit. So hopefully we'll be able to um, put up a little bit more just before Anime North, and then, of course, the Anime North episodes. Look forward to seeing everyone there. But in the meantime, we need your feedback, and we'd like to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us through our socials. We are on Twitter and, and, and Instagram, at Anime Roundtable. Um, AnimeRoundtable.com is our website, Severely needs to be updated, but that's our official web presence. And if you want to email us old school, 
animeroundtable at gmail.com. Yes, and, you know, the usual rate us if you love us thumbs or if up, you hate thumbs us. Thumbs down, yeah. Thumbs up or thumbs down, five stars or less. We like to know that people are listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Twitch, YouTube, we'll, we'll try and do something there in the near future, too. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, so will I. I'll believe it when we're able to do it anyway. So, yeah, give us a check out when you can. Anyway, uh, that's a good ha- that's a good half hour of something to put out there. We'll uh, talk to you hopefully in a couple days. All right. Have a good night, everybody.